0: The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. What,
1: where, was it, were there times where you could be mindful while speaking and times you got lost? What was that, uh, that boundary for you? I'm, I'm curious to hear what happened for you. And as you speak now... See if you can be mindful.
2: <laughs> I was just going to say it's a lot easier to be mindful of speech when you're here and we're talking about it yes. than, in, than in, sometimes in life.
1: So you but did yeah. notice that it was easier to be mindful when you were speaking about being mindful.
2: Yeah. Because you've talked about it for the last 20 minutes, (laughs) (laughs) but yet, but yet, it's this still had its pieces of uncomfortableness.
1: Uh huh. Yes. You know that are
2: there, but it was much easier than like um, during the day when you're rushing here or rushing there or you're thinking about a lot of different things. I find it's a lot harder to have. Mindful speech in those situations. Absolutely. And coming here where you have the reminder of mindfulness.
1: That's partly why I'm suggesting to practice, to find ways to practice. I mean, we, we, we cultivate mindfulness um, in our sitting practice through practicing that, and then we find it hard for that to translate into our daily lives. So now, hopefully, some of the practices we're suggesting for this week will help with that. And then to move to mindful speech is yet a next step from that. So what, what did you notice in being mindful while speaking? What, what were you aware of? Um, you, you mentioned the uncomfortableness at times. Well, what I
2: really noticed is how nice it is to pause uh-huh. you know, and to really reflect upon what I want to say. Versus with non pause it's often idle chatter.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: Or my an idle chatter can be there because sometimes I'm uncomfortable if I don't know someone. Or, I don't know, there's lots of reasons why I might not be comfortable in the conversation. Yes. You know, um, and that often it's easier to listen than it is sometimes to talk but i tend to do more talking sometimes than listening
1: so you you did you find it easier then to be mindful while listening than while speaking yes how many others of you had that experience how many of you found it easier to be mindful while talking yeah so it 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 tends to be for many people, it tends to be easier to listen than to to talk. So, those of you who find it easier to talk, you are among the lucky ones in a way.
3: <laughs>
1: um,
3: so, yeah, the, the other yeah. thing
2: that was is always more difficult is being first. Uh-huh. When you're talking in a group, when you know people or don't know people, specifically when you don't know people, is that risk. At least for me there's a tension there yes of going first. yes
1: yes so you, you felt some of that you went first and you felt some of that tension mm-hmm. yeah thank you Merrill. anyone else yeah Sophia
3: if I I'm not sure if I did it right but when I was speaking when it was just my turn to speak then I was focusing on the different feelings, the physical sensations in my body when I was speaking. Is that what we were supposed to do?
1: I was interested in, in having you speak and talk about what it was like to be mindful while speaking, and that included attending to your physical experience. Yeah, yeah.
3: so that's what I was doing. Um, when the uh, exercise switched to conversation and I was asked certain questions, um, I felt a great deal of discomfort at the questions and... Um, um, and I'm not going to go into why, but there are certain reasons. Um, so I found it to be much more difficult. I, I found that to be much more uncomfortable when people start asking me personal questions. And um, um,
1: were you able to be mindful of the discomfort?
3: Well, when I was speaking by myself, I was very mindful of the discomfort. Um, let's see, when engaged in conversation now, that's an excellent question. Um,
1: so it can be so easy well, when we move into conversation to lose that.
3: I've I've been aware of this this pattern before, being uncomfortable during certain questioning. I don't. Yeah, I kind of know that I'm I'm like that. Uh
1: huh. Yeah. <laughs> I get yeah. like
3: that, and uh-huh. I know I know, I know where it comes from, and I you know. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Anyway,
1: so partly it, it is, um, you know, you might notice that as a pattern for yourself and just begin that exploration.
3: You know? I, yeah, I've been exploring it yeah. for a very long time. <laughs>
1: Thank you, Sophia. <laughs>
0: Something I notice, I have a question about, is um, when I'm practicing mindful communication. It seems, you know, to, to connect with the mindful part seems uh, like more of a feeling, so left-brained thing, and then I need to, you know, access the language part of my brain, which I think is is um, left-brained, or did I get that mixed up? But is it just practice to go back and forth fluidly between left and right brain? It, it is practice. I mean, the, the, the
1: mind can be really fluid, actually. It can move between different levels of consciousness, different activities, really quickly. Um, we tend to... Uh, it takes practice for it to be able to be that fluid. So it is, it is practice. Yeah, it is practice. So it's just yeah and and that's partly why i'm in, encouraging this this week It is a, such a hard area to connect with. We do I mean, as I was saying, you know that content versus the the feeling that's kind of the back and forth that you're talking about. you know I was talking about fifty percent of the attention on the content, fifty percent of the attention on your experience, and you can actually kind of take it in as a whole in a way it can feel like you're taking it in as a whole um but it does it yeah it takes practice thank you but i think it is kind of a back and forth i mean that the, the I mean technically in um, in the in buddhist psychology we really only attend to one thing at a time but the mind can uh, the, the mind can switch between things so quickly that it feels to us as if it's happening simultaneously that we're t- uh, paying attention to multiple things at the same time. So it can feel like we're paying attention. It, at a certain level of consciousness, it feels like we're taking in a, a, a whole of experience and that it doesn't feel like you're, going, you're paying attention to that and then you're paying attention to that and you're paying attention to that and paying attention to that. That's, that's partly the way we've learned how to pay attention, is just one thing. And um, you know, the, the mind can actually go back and forth really rapidly so that it feels like... It's happening simultaneously. Anyone else have any comments or? Yeah. No. Sonia, did you have something too? Okay.
0: Yeah, I'm Sonia, and um, I used to be very shy and insecure in um, big groups, and I really felt uncomfortable even though i really enjoyed being there but talking was really hard and um i never got the idea that it can be as great to be in a group if i just be there and listen somewhere i skipped my mind (laughs) and um because i was so busy with my being panicky and assessing myself so but over time, I, I kept practicing the mindfulness of speech because I'm practicing. <laughs> and um, it's so much easier now just to realize. I mean, throughout the time, I realized that most people actually enjoy talking about themselves if you give them a chance or if you just say, you know what? I have actually nothing to say. Not, I mean, not because I don't like talking to you, but I have at this point nothing to say and then usually people start i mean i don't say it like this way but uh-huh, yeah uh-huh. the idea right uh-huh. Uh-huh. and um so that helped me to get over that hump and it's easier for me to engage in conversation by being mindful about my presence for instance mm-hmm. it's just it's okay to be here and even if you don't talk or if you don't have conversation it's fine but it's also okay to just walk towards somebody and say hi i'm sonia how are you doing or I just had a conversation with a lady who asked about my dog, and um, I was actually on the way out, and I thought, damn, <laughs> too late. But then it was fun talking to her. I really enjoyed it, and I mindfully decided, stay and just be there. It's okay. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And it works. And I'm seriously, I really appreciate this practice. It's, for me, it's very important, like the seeing, hearing, and then also the mindfulness of speaking for me goes together and was very important and i I appreciate that
1: well thank you for your your description of your process around it it's it's beautiful to hear that uh that you find it so supportive so thank you thank you very much
0: it's fun giving back to like when i realize that somebody is in a very similar situation to just um sometimes share yes to let people know
1: the possibilities.
0: Yeah, because they <laughs> let me know about their fears and what have you. Or, as they were talking, I realized, oh, ah, been there, or ooh, yeah, <laughs> I know what she's saying. You know. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. So and that's more fun. Yeah. No, well, thank
1: you. Yeah, Fiona.
4: Um, since you're going to be addressing this this week, my question is and hopefully um, looking at um, d- uh, difficult speech.
1: Uh, say say more.
4: Um, well, it seems uh, just recently um, because I have a, have a history of uh, being very um, practiced in being nice. You know. Uh, so nice speech or nice actions, whatever. That's the. So in situations where you, uh, where I, challenged to be in a position to say something that, um, that somebody might not want to hear, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and uh, both in a in a sort of a business-like way, or also in sort of uh, mentioned in my group, some will, will arise where there's um, a, a tremendous amount of emotional um, energy yeah around uh, expression of, of things to be said, so uh you know in the past i've always thought well mindful is kind and calm and um, uh, but that doesn't always arise you know it's just it's not in the daily life or what 's being called or called for a
1: person to do right well the 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 kindness piece is helpful, especially if you're having to tell somebody something they might not want to hear um to, um, to engage it in your heart, knowing, for, for instance, you know, knowing that this may be difficult for somebody to hear. help, you know, Kind of using some of the guidelines the Buddha gave, if possible, around um, is this a time they could hear it. I mean, sometimes in business situations we don't have that option. But knowing that you're going to be saying something that's difficult for somebody to connect with the intention towards non-harming, as you say it, I mean, and uh, just as as best you can. I mean, that, that we are gonna we're going to find ourselves in ways in situations where we find ourselves less than perfect in this area. It is an exploration, so um, and exploring exploring the edges of what it means to. Um, to not be quite so controlled. I know some people find that they're very controlled in speech and that being mindful while speaking is all that they do because they've learned that they have to be so careful while speaking. You know, They grew up in an environment where they knew they had to be so careful that they are just aware of every single word that comes out of their mouth. And for them, I say, your practice is spontaneity. You know, can you speak without having it monitored <laughs> so closely so finding our edges around speech and being willing to go there and make mistakes and uh, find our edges and then reflect back on okay so there was an edge and how did I respond to it and meeting that edge again is there something new I can bring in um, so it, it is about finding our edges especially in this practice we are going to all fall off of our edges there's almost no way not to do that as we, as we move our mindfulness into terrain that it's not so familiar with. But in terms of that, that place of, of difficulty, if in knowing, I mean, if you know that you're heading into a situation like that, finding as much as possible, even if the words don't come out perfect, I mean, just see if you can connect in your heart with how might it feel to be receiving this on your side, you know, if you were the receiving end, and and how, I mean, it it might just be tone more than the words. You know, it might be the way that you approach it, the way that you meet the person. Sometimes when we have something um, that's difficult to say, we put a barrier up between ourselves and the other person. It's like, you know, in order to say this difficult thing, I I can't have a connection with them. And to, to see, can you keep a connection? And just that connection, just trying to find a way to keep that connection, I think will have an impact on how it's experienced. So it's kind of more about your intention towards presence than the actual words in a way, I think. Does that make sense? hmm We only have a minute now, so actually, that's we should probably stop. I was going <laughs> to, I was going to say, you know, if there's any other questions, any other final questions. Um. So, I hope this has been helpful for those of you who can't attend during the week, and for those of you who can, I hope that it continues this week. To Support your um, your mindfulness in daily life, and I have these handouts. So there are two handouts. I'll put them in two separate piles. This one, which is basically just the basic instructions for um, bringing the mindfulness into our daily lives, the basic um, the the basic tools that I start with, and then this one, which is mindfulness of wise and kind or wise and um, skillful speech. And I offer a lot of suggestions for the, how to play with this on the back you don 't have to feel like you can have to do all of these. Pick one or two that feel like they resonate with you and explore those for a while so um, there 's a lot of there 's a lot of possibilities on there but just, just kind of take a small dose to start with, and then we'll, we'll explore over the week. And as you start to explore, there will probably be avenues that I suggest of, of in, increasing your exploration. So thank you all, and I hope to see at least some of you tomorrow morning.